This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Budweiser Reds Hot Stove League, presented by United Dairy Farmers. The Reds are on the Hot Stove League is brought to you by the Holy Grail Banks Tavern and Grill, Norcom, your audiovisual information technology solutions provider, nor-com.com, GTM Food Group, let's create great dishes to get Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, and by MSA Design, design, create, innovate. The Reds Hot Stove League is also brought to you by... Hot Stove League on the Reds Radio Network. Welcome into the Reds Hot Stove League. It's always presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. Thanks for joining us this evening. I'm Tommy Thrall and joined this week by Tom Brenneman. How are we doing, Tom? I'm very well, young man. How are you, Thomas? I'm spectacular. Although, a little gray today, a little overcast, and it's been pretty chilly here over the last few weeks. I'm just trying yeah. to figure out when when is it supposed to warm up around here? Well, I thought it was warm by this time. Probably there just a minute ago. I got a feeling that, uh, you know, and, and I mean, you've been around here all winter and all spring, too, uh, except for the time you spent in Arizona while spring training was going on. I got a feeling tomorrow, uh, tonight, is going to be the last of the nights, and I'm no weatherman. I don't even play one on television. That tonight is going to be the last of the nights that you would consider it to be abnormally cool. We're getting up in the upper 70s, 80s for the foreseeable future, so um, looks like we're starting to turn the corner. Good, good. I like to hear that. And, yeah. and, and really, in fairness to you, spoken like a true weatherman. So, I mean, well, whether you're a weatherman or not, you sound like it. I need, I need to start perhaps looking into another job because, uh, you know, we're not working. <laughs> besides doing this radio show and a podcast every now and again. Hey, let's talk about that podcast for a second. We've got a lot to get to uh, on this show, by the way. There's a lot of news that's that's being reported about baseball, yep. and we're going to certainly uh, get into the weeds on that a little bit. Uh, outline the proposal that has been reported, um, and then and then we'll discuss kind of both sides of that. You can chime in as well if you'd like to call in five one three seven four nine thirteen sixty. Again, the phone number five one three seven four nine thirteen sixty. And coming up a little bit later in the show, Kurt Casale is going to join us as well. But uh, while you brought it up, you talked about the podcast. Uh, tell us about that. We haven't really talked too much about that yet with you. Uh, this is something new that you're venturing into, the world of podcasting. Who have you had on so far? Uh, who, who's coming up? And, and how's this whole thing going? Well, you know, we were sitting around talking with, with, with Phil Castellini and Karen Forgus and, and a bunch of us at the Reds, and we're just like, look, you know, Jim Day's done a great job on his podcast. And, and, and normally, most of the time, although I know his guest coming up this week is Kirk Herbstreet, who's a huge Reds fan. And I'm sure they'll be talking about a lot of Reds baseball. But, of course, he's the, you know, the face and the voice, if you will, of college football and played at Ohio State, grew up in Centerville. And so they'll be talking, I'm sure, a lot about that stuff. We try to come at it from just a little bit different angle where we thought, okay, 
we, we know right now we're not playing baseball, but, you know, let's kind of pretend that we are and to really break down the uh, the National League. And we're starting in the National League, and, and this week we wrap up the National League Central by talking with the uh, play-by-play announcers uh, from the other teams. So we had Dan McLaughlin on from the Cardinals. I uh, had a great conversation with him. And, and then we branch off into some different things, you know, like – I uh, had Brian Anderson of the Milwaukee Brewers on, and we had a lengthy chat inside of a, a 2020 preview of the Brewers, if you will, about Ryan Braun. You know, what's his legacy? What do people in Milwaukee think about Ryan Braun? He had the stuff with the PEDs and the situation where, he, you know, he, he lied about a situation and got a guy fired, and, and, and you know, yet he's been with that team his whole career. Um, and it was a great conversation. And, and then uh, Brian told a, a couple of incredible stories about Mike Moustakis that I think Reds fans would really enjoy hearing. And then we had Len Casper from the Cubs and, again, got into the whole thing with the Cubs. You know, what's going on with the Cubs? Uh, big market team, make a lot of money, uh, yet during the offseason they've done nothing. Uh, you know, Len thinks that there's probably a real good chance that, that – you know, this time next year, Chris Bryant's no longer a Chicago Cup. And I think for a lot of wow. us, that is really hard to believe. And so then this week, we have Greg Brown, and he had some very interesting things to say, you know, with all that went on with the Reds and the Pirates last year uh, about Clint Hurdle and sort of what's his legacy in Pittsburgh. And, you know, how did it go from being the, the, the toast of the town to being run out of town? If you remember uh, the last game of the season against the Reds last year, he's fired an hour before the final game of the season. So uh, very unceremoniously, going I mean, on. Yeah. we're going to have Tip Carey coming up next week and talk about, you know, the Braves. And obviously they had a great year last year, but talk about, you know, what was it like to be a, a son of, of Skip Carey and a grandson of Harry Carey? So some stuff like that. It's fun. And, and Tom, I mean, you've been around this game for a long, long time. I, I, I mean, this has to, these are, these are relationships with these guys that go back a long time for you. So this has to be a lot of fun to catch up with these guys and, and not just talk baseball, but talk life and, and, and experiences because you've shared so many of the same experiences that these guys have. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. But, you know, you know, Tommy, I just find some of the conversation about, about perceptions are so different. Uh, of guys in, in the hometown than maybe they are from the outside looking in. You know, look, you just pick Joey Votto. And, you know, regardless mm-hmm. of what people think of Joey Votto, okay, there's a very different perception of Joey Votto outside of Cincinnati and Reds fans than Reds fans might have. And for that matter, I, I think you really have two very distinct camps uh, when you talk about Joey Votto. Oftentimes it's you know, the analytics crowd against the quote-unquote baseball crowd, whatever that means. And, you know you know what I'm talking about. You've been around here long right. enough to know what I mean by that. But I just think some of those things and some of the stories and some of the places, I mean, it's just like you. I mean, you know, one day guys are going to be interviewing you after you've been the, the radio voice of the Reds, good Lord willing, for, for the next 35, 45 years, and, and some of the, the, the things that you saw in minor league baseball and some of the things that went on in Pensacola. And, you know, it, it, it's cool to talk to, to these guys about, some of that stuff and stuff that's going on inside their organizations. You know, the whole Cub thing was interesting. I, I you know, for the life mm. of me, I, and I said it to Len on the when I asked him about Chris Bryant. You know, when, when we see the Cubs, when anybody sees the Cubs, could you imagine wanting to trade Chris Bryant? No, no. I mean, we we we've been hearing the talk. It seems so unfathomable. And that's what I mean. And so to hear Len Casper's sort of 
you know, okay, let's go back to when he was signed. And then everybody remembers what happens in spring training when they waited the three weeks right. to bring him up to the big league club. Then this winter, he tried to get back in arbitration a year added uh, service time. It was declined. Uh, and so there were a lot of talks about him being traded. And now, you know, he's going to be a free agent after next year. If they include this year, which, at least, you know, depending on how the CBA works out, if they get it worked out at all for this 2020 season and a service time for sure going to be included, which so far it is, then Bryant's a free agent going into next year. And are they going to get rid of him or get no. nothing? Because ah. he made it sound like he'd be shocked if Chris Bryant were signed to a long-term deal with the Cubs. That's wild. Well, a lot of bad blood has been uh, publicly yep. disclosed in that situation, and, and you hate that because he, you know, the perception is that he's a good guy, and it just, you know, that sometimes the business uh, can can tarnish a relationship a little bit, unfortunately, and uh, that's certainly, at least the perception is, that's kind of what's going on there. Interesting conversations, Tom, and of course, uh, if you want to listen to those conversations with Tom's prod, uh, podcast. Uh, you can uh, listen to Behind the Mic, presented by PNC Bank. Subscribe now at reds.com slash podcast. And uh, Jim Day's obviously got his as well. We'll yeah. talk about that yeah. coming up. A lot to, lot to get into uh, today. The, the proposal that uh, the owners approved this week, reportedly, uh, the big one, the big sticking point that we'll, we'll talk about a little bit, the 50-50 split of revenue uh, from the 2020 seasons. Now, that's, that is a revenue split between the owners and the players that seems to be a big sticking point the other thing that is going to be something that the players uh, are really going to have to look into and and really dissect is the safety aspect of this and this goes uh, Sean Doolittle actually if if you follow Sean Doolittle on Twitter or you saw him on Twitter he outlined the player concerns of this whole thing masterfully Um, he talked about players not just players with underlying conditions he talked about for an example close to him his wife who has asthma could she be at an enhanced risk because he might be exposed so a lot of concerns from a health side uh but the the other part of this proposal 82 game schedule instead of the 162 mid-june spring training uh, possibly an early July opening day, 14-team postseason, which could be pretty exciting. Uh, there, the Games being played in home stadiums where allowed. I mean, there's a lot of exciting things about this proposal. Uh, I like the expanded playoff format for this season alone because it is going to be an abbreviated schedule. That, to me, is something that's kind of exciting in this whole thing, Tom. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's so much to be excited about until, unfortunately, and believe me, nobody is trying to look at this uh, as the glass half full rather than half empty than I am. But I got to tell you, when when this article breaks late this afternoon, and it seems like ultimately in some form or fashion, we were just talking about Chris Bryant a moment ago. He is represented by Scott Boris. Scott Boris is in the news tonight. Uh, He represents well over 100 players. In Major League Baseball, forget the number of minor league players, but Major League players, uh, told USA Today just a short while ago that, uh, according to Scott Boris, at least those that he represents, you know, they would be willing to play as many as 124 regular season games and go all the way through October, um, but under one condition. And that is they will not accept a penny less than the prorated salaries they've already agreed to, um, which could result, of course, in a 50% pay cut if you play 82 games. 
And that goes all right. the way back to the negotiations with the owners on March uh, the 27th in their agreement. And so, you know, Boris made the comment that, that basically in a poll of all these players, um, they're not worried about the safety part. Uh, they feel like that they, they can trust Major League Baseball to have plenty of testing and safety measures during the season. Uh, but that, considering they're taking a health risk, as you just mentioned, we all know what it is. Uh, they believe it's unfair for the owners to turn around and ask for further financial hits. Now you get Mark Teixeira, who was represented by Scott Boris. Teixeira was a great player, perhaps a Hall of Fame player, incredible player for many, many years, as many know. Um, and now he's turned to broadcaster. And he came out and said point blank, and he's the only guy I've heard from, former player, current player, anybody, that has said, I mean, unquestionably, he said, the players have to take this deal. They have to take the 50-50 deal because you've got 25% of the population that's unemployed. You've got people who have taken pay cuts. You've got people that are just begging for anything uh, positive in this country. And Teixeira has said point blank, they ought to take the deal. Um, now, whether or not other players agree with him or not, we're going to find out because um, I really worry, Tommy. I don't know if you do, but, you know, it, it, you know, the owners are talking about having they're going to lose over 40% of their revenue because you can't have fans in the stands, you can't sell hot dogs, you can't sell beer, you can't sell T-shirts, you can't sell any of it. And if for whatever reason, and I don't care whose side you're on, for whatever reason, if baseball is not played in 2020 because of money, if baseball is played not played in 2020 because of money, I have a great fear for the future of the sport of Major League Baseball. Now, if you want to tell me they're not playing because of health reasons, safety reasons, okay. I mean, you look inside a lot of these numbers from this this COVID-19, and it just doesn't make sense that there aren't a lot of other businesses that aren't open right now, quite frankly. But when, when you get the governor of Illinois, comes out and says, we're ready to go. Governor of Arizona says, we're ready to go. Get them out there and let's start playing. And we'll make it happen. We'll make it work. And if it comes down to money, man, that would be a big hit. It, it would. It certainly would be. And and hopefully, hopefully, it won't come down to that. I, hopefully, it'll be sorted out. We'll talk more about it coming up. If you've got comments about it, give us a call. Uh, 513-749-1360. Tom and I will continue to discuss. You're listening to the Reds Hot Stove League presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF on the Reds Radio Network. Welcome back into the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. Become a member of the Reds Hall of Fame and Museum, presented by Dinsmore, and receive an exclusive Marty Brenneman bobblehead. Sign up at redsmuseum.org. Quantities are limited and available with all levels of membership. And uh, coming up, we've got some uh, big games that you can re-watch, re-airing of the 1976 World Series on four consecutive nights. That begins tonight at 7 o'clock. As soon as we're wrapped up here on the Reds Hot Stove League, uh, you can see the Reds. They outscored the Yankees 22-8 to over the four-game sweep uh, to claim back-to-back titles. Of course, the championship-clinching game four replay will be on Saturday. That's four straight nights beginning tonight, and uh, that should be a lot of fun, so a chance there to... Catch some 1976 World Series action. That'll be on Fox Sports Ohio, and the re-airing again begins tonight at 7 o'clock. 
With Tom Brenneman, I'm Tommy Thrall. Thanks for joining us. The phone number, if you want to call in and contribute to the show, you're welcome to, 513-749-1360. Had somebody reach out on Twitter. Uh, Tom, they asked how Marty's doing with the uh, the quarantine and all of this stuff going on. How, how is your dad? Have you He's doing great. He's doing great. You know, I mean, he uh, he realizes, like so many do, that are in that 70-plus age group with, with some underlying, albeit mild, but underlying nonetheless health conditions that uh, when this whole thing hit that he was in complete shutdown mode, and that's what he's been. I have not seen him uh, during this entire um, uh, lockdown, for lack of a better term. I talk to him all the time on the telephone. But he had a really good doctor's report, uh, I understand, uh, earlier this week. And so hopefully uh, we'll get a chance to see him for the first time during all this this coming weekend. But he's doing good. Doing really oh, good. That, he's that'd be like awesome. Yeah, I talked. You know, he's bored and he's, you know, he's, he's tired of sitting around. And, and uh, But, you know, you got to do what you got to do when you're in his situation. No question. He, I, I talked to him last week a little bit. Spirits seem very high, which is a uh, good sign, because that's something that could be really tough, I know, on a lot of people right now, yeah. uh, sitting in, staying uh, staying in, and, and not really being able to get out and do the things that we're used to be doing. I know they've been getting out, walking around quite a bit, checking out different areas of the city. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's good. want to talk about this. We, we were talking about the proposal that uh, the owners approved earlier this week. The players are now negotiating this with the owners. Hopefully they will uh, – Get this figured out, Tom. You were you you brought up some great points, and I think they're very valid. Uh, I, I try to stay as neutral on this issue as humanly possible. I think it's only human nature to kind of sway one way or the other. But I really, I mean, and maybe I sound ludicrous for this, and and maybe I just uh, maybe it may even sound like I'm spineless. But I, I I'm I look at it from both sides, and I understand where both sides truly uh, are coming from because. From the players' perspective, they feel like there was an agreement in place back in March. Let's go with that. From the owner's perspective, well, now after you, you get a better look at the finances, maybe what they agreed upon isn't quite uh, as uh, possible. Um, maybe it's not a viable option like it, it, it they thought it might be at the time. But I'm with you. You can't. You've got to find a way to meet in the middle on this thing. You've got to find a way to make it work because I, I, I do agree 100% that the financial aspect of this deal cannot be the sticking point. You've got to find a way to make it work. Um, it's now in the public eye. Uh, for better or for worse, it is. It's out there. The proposal's out there. Uh, now you've got the players in a situation where maybe they could look like the bad guys if the thing doesn't get done. I, I don't necessarily – I think there's some that put that on the owners for this getting out. In this day and age, you can't keep anything a secret, though. So I have trouble believing and necessarily buying into the, that that was a bargaining method of the owners. But at the same time, everything gets out. So now you've just kind of got to – I'd like to see the two sides just get locked in a room and figure it out. Hash it all out, preferably out of the public eye, and then come out when they've got a plan in place that they've agreed on. That's what I'd like to see happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I know we're we are. Uh, we're, I hear, the, I hear the, the music. The music's playing. We're out of time already for this segment. We'll get into uh, this a little bit more coming up. Kirk Casale in the second half of the show. Uh, Tom and I will talk more Reds baseball. This is the Reds Hot Stove League presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF.
Welcome back in. It's the Reds Hot Stove League presented by the Holy Grail Banks Budweiser and UDF. Reds fans get an inside look into Reds players, broadcasters, and the MLB season each week with two Reds podcasts. Every Monday, catch the Jim Day podcast presented by Kroger. And Tuesday, don't miss Behind the Mic with Tom Brenneman presented by PNC Bank. Subscribe now, reds.com slash podcast. And Tom's on the show with us today, and uh, we were talking about that podcast a little while ago. Um, we, we've been discussing this proposal that the owners uh, threw out there at the players uh, this week, and the players are going back, as I understand it right now, mulling it over and uh, trying to figure out where they can uh, meet on this thing and hopefully get us back to playing baseball so we can uh, watch some baseball here in 2020. And i got a question on Twitter, Tom, and I, I think you have a pretty good feel for this and, and certainly some good perspective here. Uh, how would reduced revenue affect free agency for 2021? The Reds could be affected pretty heavily by uh, the reduced revenue. One big guy that would be a, uh, a free agent at the end of the season is Trevor Bauer. Yep. I mean, that would be a very, a very big piece. Uh, well, I mean, but that's true probably for everybody. I mean, I, I know that I yep. know we're getting a question specifically about the Reds, but when you look at their team as a whole, you know, I, I think that they, yes, Bauer obviously would be granted free agent, uh, free agency. Uh, there would be players that would be granted service time who would all of a sudden make huge leaps in arbitration, i.e., the Amir Garretts and the the, the Michael Lorenzens uh, and the uh, Anthony Discofani's of the world. You know, those kinds of guys. Uh, but I don't think they would be killed in free agency. Now, to answer the question directly, do I think by taking a hit this year with no fans in the stands and, and losing the possibility of 40% of a team, every team's uh, revenue stream, well, of course it will have an effect on free agency. Uh, but, but, you know, that, that works two ways. I mean, it also means every other team is in the same boat. So, you know, you and I were talking a couple weeks ago on the show. I mean, the Dodgers go out and trade for Mookie Betts. If you don't have baseball this season and he's granted his service time from this year, it's conceivable he would have been a Dodger for over one calendar year and never put on the uniform and never will. Right. And, and so there no, are a lot I of think guys you're... just like him that are out there. And, and so, you know, it's yeah. going to affect everything that goes on in baseball for the next number of years. There's no question about that. You know, the, the, part, yeah. that's, the part that's disturbing to me, and again, I'm trying not to take sides, but – you know, when, 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 when I hear Scott Boris, who I have a lot of respect for, I know there are a lot of people that don't like Scott. I like the guy. I've known him a long time. Uh, I, I tell you, if, if he's your agent, man, you've got a guy going to bat for you all the time. And that's what you want in an agent. Um, but no but I don't agree with a lot of things he says. And just, just quickly, it's like this article that's out tonight in USA Today. You know, he starts talking about, well, we've never done it this way. And, and the owners have never shared. When they made big revenue, they never shared that with the players and blah, blah, blah. That's all true. We know that. And we know the bad blood between owners and players that goes back seemingly forever. Back to the advent of free agency and Marvin Miller and, and, and everybody. But, 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 but these are extraordinary circumstances and extraordinary times. And, and I think Mark Teixeira's point was, even if your salary was reduced from $10 million to $4 million, if you don't play because of money, you don't get a penny of the $4 million. Not a penny. Right. And, and you might get more than the $4 million. You could get less, depending on what happens, you know, when, when all is said and done. 
if you're a player and to walk away and make the decision, I'm not going to play at all this year, if given the chance to play just because of the way we've always done things or you're fearful that the owners are going to try to turn this negotiation into the, the big one that's a year from now and the overall CBA and try to implement a salary cap and all that kind of stuff, fight that battle then. Try right. to make it work but, now. And, and America I agree needs because baseball I... back. America is in the baseball for the first time, Tommy, is in the direct spotlight. Nobody's right. talking about the NBA coming back. There might be some people talking about it, but, but that's not on people's radar. People aren't talking about no. the NHL. They're, and I know NASCAR's come back, and you got this UFC stuff going on. But right now, summertime, America, sporting-wise, thinks of baseball. And if baseball yep. can't get this thing together, man, oh, man, oh, man, football will own it forever. Well, and the other thing that I think you, you, you pointed out is you've got to keep in mind extenuating circumstances. It's a one-time thing this year just to get through this uh-huh. year, just to uh-huh. make sure they can make it work. And I think that's something that, that both sides need to really kind of understand. Of course, it's easier for us to say that sitting from where we are, but I'm glad I'm not in those negotiating rooms trying to figure this out. I can well, promise you, know, the you that. Line is, but Tommy, they got, they got basically, my understanding is, and like anybody else, I don't know more than anybody else, but the people I've talked to, you know, when they sat down and initially made the presentation yesterday, uh, and again today, it's all about the health things. To get that on the table and try to gain some momentum, that everybody agrees on, hey, well, you know, we've looked into this, we got that covered, this is where we're going to handle X, Y, and Z, and then, you know, but everybody knows the elephant in the room is what's next, and that's when the money part of this comes up. And they basically got about 14 to 20 days to get it done if you want to start spring training roughly the 10th or the 12th of June and play baseball 4th of July. No question. All right, well, hopefully that'll get done. We're going to talk with Kurt Casale coming up, see how he's been spending his time, and I'm sure he is ready to get cranked up and playing some baseball. He'll join us coming up. This is the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks Budweiser and UDF on the Reds Radio Network. GEICO gets you access to licensed agents 24-7, which means that GEICO is always there for you. If only everyone was always there for you, like your wife when you forget your keys at work. Hey, hon, you get my texts? I am looking for the spare house key. Hmm, maybe I can get through the window. Ah, <laughs> turns out the alarm works. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it, it works fast. <laughs> you, you, you should probably call me back. Geico, always there for you, with savings and 24-7 access to licensed agents. At Rule King, we live, love, and embrace a rural lifestyle. We want to thank our customers for working with us to keep promoting, preserving, and protecting the rural lifestyle. Our promise to you is to continue working hard to give the best price, quality, and service every day while improving our new shopping options like buying online at RuleKing.com and picking up at the store. Thank you for shopping your neighborhood Rule King, America's farm and home store. Your Reds pride doesn't blend in, it sticks out proudly because they're the baseball team that started it all. And with a Cincinnati Reds PNC Bank Visa debit card, you can put your pride on display and show everyone your Reds to the core. Visit pnc.com slash Reds card to learn more. Visa is a registered trademark of Visa International Service Association and used under license copyright 2020, the PNC Financial Services Group, Inc. All rights reserved, PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Zodiac, a primary care physician with St. Elizabeth. A lot of people have questions about their health care right now, and St. Elizabeth is making it easier than ever to get answers with our new virtual video visits. You can call your primary care office and request a video visit for non-urgent questions. At your scheduled appointment time, log into MyChart and talk to your doctor right from your home. Video visits are covered by many insurance plans and Medicare. Wherever you are, St. Elizabeth is right here. Welcome back into the Reds Hot Stove League presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. Coming up, our classic radio game of the week, which is Friday. Uh, that'll air at 7 o'clock across the Reds radio network. It'll be a 6-0 Red Legs victory over the Dodgers from September oh, yeah. 22nd, 2012. That was when the Reds clinched the NL Central. Yep. That is the classic well, radio game. That is when Matt Latos, and I know a lot of people went south on Matt Latos, but I'm going to tell you what. Uh, when Johnny Cueto got hurt and Latos became the ace of the staff, that was right in the middle of a run for him where he was as good as any pitcher in the National League. If I, if I remember correctly that game, that was him on the mound as part of the, of the shutout when the tomato was down. Good stuff. Well, that'll you can listen to it Friday across the network. So there you go. With Tom Brenneman, I'm Tommy Thrawn. We are joined now by Reds catcher Kurt Casale. What's up, Kurt? How you been? I've been okay, guys. How are you guys? It's good to hear your voices. I went crazy down here. You're down in Nashville, right? <laughs> I mean, that's where you make your home, and you're hanging out down there. I've seen some pictures of you down there, Kurt. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, with Sonny Gray and a few of you guys working out together. Is that right? Yeah, I'm in Nashville, and, um, you know, Recently, as, as um, you know, Williamson County has kind of opened up down here, we've kind of taken advantage of our time to get outside and, you know, just be a little bit closer with one another. And, and me and Sonny, um, among others, you know, Tony Kemp with uh, the A's uh -huh. is down there. Mike Yastrzemski is another good friend of mine with the Giants. And we've got a, a good little crew going over to uh, just a local high school, Hillwood High School. It's about 20 minutes from me. And um, it, it kind of reminds us of, you know, the Sandlot days and, um, you know, just 
Doing, we, last time we were out there, we even did a couple live live VPs. So Sonny's Sonny's getting ready, and uh, he, he looks really good. Um, Derek Johnson, our pitching coach, was there too. He, he's a Nashville resident as well. So we're, uh, we're we're doing our part to stay as ready as we possibly can. When you're comparing it to where you're at right now, where you would be uh, at spring training, say midway through spring training or even late spring training, where do you feel like you are as, uh, from a preparation standpoint, or do you feel like you're closer to maybe midwinter than you would mid-spring? Um, no, I, I definitely feel closer to, um, you know, probably a halfway through spring type of, uh, you know, shape. I'm definitely, definitely not a winter. I mean, I've been able to – in relatively good shape. I mean, I've, I've, fortunately, I've got a Peloton at home, which is just the most amazing thing I've ever <laughs> done in my entire life. It's just so awesome. Um, uh, you know, there's some body weight workouts. But in terms of the baseball stuff, we're, uh, we're not too far behind. Um, me personally, I never stopped throwing. Um, I'm of the mind if, if, if my arm is feeling good, if my arm is strong, then the rest of my body kind of follows suit. Um, I'd say that I definitely am going to need some at bats for whenever the spring training 2.0 happens because, um, you know, hitting is hard and you got to kind of warm your eyes up. But my legs feel good. I've been able to get into a lot of squats with uh, with catching some bullpens. So not not too far off. Um, you know, Sonny, Sonny himself looks unreal, honestly. he uh, I, I would say he could probably be up at a 75-pitch threshold at this wow. very moment. So we're, we're – Wow. You know, like I said before, at least the guys in Nashville, and I'm I'm sure a bunch of the, you know, a bunch of my teammates are are really taking care of their bodies and making sure that they're in as good a shape as they possibly can for when we get the the green light. What do you think about all this, Kurt? I mean, look, I, I'm not going to sit here and ask you to to take on the owners or defend the players or any that, that that's not the point of this this question. I mean, your gut tells you what from where you're sitting right now. My gut, I my gut tells me that everybody in this industry wants to play. Um, we we don't want to just let this season go. Um, and, and, you know, we we have certain things that we need to you know get right in this this uh, new proposal. I'm assuming you know I'm, I'm Tucker would be the one to ask on that just because he's our uh-huh. team representative. Sure. But uh, my gut, if I had to, if I were to bet money on it, I bet we start in July. I, I, I bet we get something done. Um, that is based off of no facts. That's just me hoping, <laughs> thinking, feeling. Um, we would be ready to go in July. I mean, myself and, and uh, every other Cincinnati Red would, would be chomping at the bit to make that a possibility. But it's, we, we still got a little ways to go, and, um, you know, we're, we're – we're hopeful. We're hopeful and just trying to stay as positive as, as we can. And, and, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully this, this, you know, COVID-19 can, can slow down a little bit to, to make it a, a realistic possibility because it's just been a heartbreaker. Love the optimism and, uh, right there with you. Hopefully we can, uh, hopefully this thing will, the, the whole thing will slow down and then, then life as a whole can return to closer to normal. Uh, sooner rather than later. We're talking with Reds catcher Kurt Casale. We'll continue with him when we wrap up the Reds Hot Stove League presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF next on the Reds Radio Network. Welcome back. Wrapping things up on the Reds Hot Stove League presented by the Holy Grail Banks. 
Budweiser into UDF with Tom Brenneman. I'm Tommy Thrawn. We're joined by Reds catcher Kurt Casale. Kurt, I am not about to make the fatal mistake I made about a week ago when I challenged Tucker Barnhart to a cook-off. Uh, I, I could very easily oh, sit here man. and make a public challenge to you on the Peloton, uh, but I know better because I would get smoked, and uh, so I'm not going to do that because I am. I have set myself up for utter failure when I go head-to-head against Chef Tucker uh coming up i think i've lost to him too if that makes you feel any better what's that now uh i I lost to him too in a cook-off if that makes you feel any better during red it does actually had that uh that head-to-head thing and i lost on a on a technicality because i didn't wipe my plate oh oh come on i was i was i was unhappy i was unhappy i now I understand the tweet that you that you had out there that said something along those lines. I uh, uh, Tucker's big on presentation. I am not big on presentation. I'm more about flavor, and this is obviously going to be heavily presentation. What, what are you guys uh, going to cook? It? What, what are you What are you going to cook, Tommy, against Tucker Barnard? What, what, I mean, what, are you making cheeseburgers, or what, what are you doing? Not, no, I'm not making cheeseburgers. That ain't going to cut it here, Tommy. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to make yet. I've got it down to a couple things. I've, I've debated a chicken carbonara. I've debated some sort of surf and turf. Um, but I, I don't know yet. I don't right. know. I haven't, okay. And I don't want to let Tucker know because you know the minute he finds out what I'm going to make, he will do whatever is in his power to beat it. Oh, so you guys are not going <laughs> to make up the same dish? Better. No, we're not. No, they have left uh. it up to us. Well, then how do you and make who's, a And who's judging that? I mean, I know we're chewing up Kurt's time here talking about cook-offs, but, I mean, wait yeah, a minute. super busy, guys. If you're not, if you're not <laughs> cooking the same thing, then, then, you know, I mean, you, you know, you might make a surf and turf, and that's my favorite food in the world, so I say you win, and he makes some Italian dish, and Kurt, Kurt that's the favorite thing he likes in the world, and so he says no Tucker wins. Yeah, yeah like, well, I, I don't really get it. Be... I don't get how the cookup's going to work if you're not cooking the same thing. Yeah, that's that's. I know. Yeah. That's just me. It's, it's a Vanderbilt it's arbitrary. Crap. Vanderbilt guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I I wish you were I wish you were in charge of the rules then, Kurt. <laughs> it I mean, could we, be I, tough. I, 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 I am. I, I am. There you go. Well, I'm, I'm certainly set up for failure here, but I've got no one to blame but myself because I brought it up. But uh, no, man, it, it's. I for uh, one am rooting we were for talking, you. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Got to have somebody in my corner. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we're talk- Let's talk some baseball here. We were talking about a little bit beforehand. Uh, how excited were you about this team? You you had an up close and personal look at this pitching staff. The the starters obviously look pretty good, but the the bullpen is kind of something that that gets overlooked. How did the how did you feel about the pitching staff as a whole, starters and the relievers? Um, I mean, I think the starters, um, you know, on on paper, they're the ones they could talk about more just because first of all, they, they put together a really solid season last year. And then you talk about, you know, additions of Wade Miley and uh, halfway through the year, Trevor Bauer. And you, I mean, this year you'll get a healthy Trevor Bauer. That's, you saw him in spring training, just absolutely lighting it up. But our bullpen definitely doesn't get enough, <laughs> enough credit. And, you know, when you got guys like uh, Rysel, Michael, Amir, um, you know, Lucas Sims had a really, really good spring. Uh, Cody Reed, Stevenson, like they're they're a quality group down, back there. Um, they throw hard. They have nasty breaking balls, and for the most part, they 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 stay healthy. That's that's a that's a tough thing to do. And uh, man, going into this year, we we were excited. We we're still excited. I don't want to say it in a past tense um, because we're gonna play. We're 
we're going to play. And uh, we feel good about our squad. Um, and then you throw in the new additions, you know, with uh, Castellanos, Shogo, and, and Moustakas, people people talk. And, and, and those, those three names in a lineup are intimidating. And then you throw, you know, Gino and, and Joey in there as well. Like, we we have, we have a shot, and we, we feel good about ourselves. And it's it's important, I think, as a team to feel good about yourselves and within the clubhouse before you even take the field. And we we, we feel strongly about our, uh, our opportunity this year. Tommy, we got time for one more question or no? Probably not, unfortunately. All right, good enough. I'm hearing the music. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, sorry. good enough. Sorry, we are out of time. But, Kurt, thanks so much for joining us, man. Uh, always great to chat with you, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you as we get close to baseball down the line. All right, sounds good. Stay safe, guys. Thanks, Kurt. You too. All right, thanks, you too. Right, that is Reds catcher Kurt Casale joining us on the Reds Hot Stove. Tom, always a pleasure, man. I guess we'll do it again in a couple weeks. Or to it, my man. You take care of yourself. All right, you as well. That's all the time for Tom Brenneman, Kurt Casale, uh, the broadcast sheriff, Dave Keaton. I'm Tommy Thrall. We'll talk to you again next week on the Reds Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.